Hey guys, this episode is from an Instagram live that I did and it's all about determining your profitability. I know that talking about finances is not fun for anyone. Trust me, it's the least amount of fun for me. I absolutely am so, well I was so horrible at it, but learning these skills and applying them to my business has transformed my life and transformed my business in a way that I never thought possible. So if you can master this money mindset, which a lot of people talk about money mindset and they don't really go into detail about what that actually is. And that's what this podcast is all about or this replay of the Instagram live is really like getting into those skills of having a good money mindset. And if you want to leave your thoughts you can always leave me a voice message just click the I don't know what it's called description and there'll be an option to leave a voice message thanks so much for supporting me and I can't wait to hear your thoughts and see if this really helped your life like it did mine so recording for a podcast so I can put this on my podcast if you guys want to check out the setup yes this room is so messy (laughs) gonna be an office and I am using a toddler table (laughs) so sometimes things are definitely not always glamorous but you do the best you can with what you've got so today I'm just gonna jump into it because there's so much that I want to cover with determining your profitability and so I'm going to make sure to answer all these questions throughout the whole live. And so the first question we're going to be answering is, are you or your business truly profitable? Um, And then how do you determine your profitability? And how do you deal with the overwhelm of your business financial records And then the last one that we'll be answering is how should you determine your prices? So all of these questions I've gotten a lot from a lot of different people. So let's get started. So um, uh, the first question, are you or your business truly profitable? Um, And this is specifically towards hairstylists that we're going to get into all of the juicy details and examples. But so if you are not keeping a daily updated financial record of all your spending for your business, um, like on your hair products and your rent, then I can already tell you that you're probably not making as much money as you think you are and you're not making as much money as you probably could if you don't have up-to-date financial records. And this is something that, oh my gosh, like finances, I have always been horrible at math, always been just so afraid of numbers and different things, but this is so key in running your business. And if I can do it, then I know all of you out there can definitely do it too because seriously, it's a lot of work to keep up to date with your finances, but we'll talk about ways to make it super easy 
later on. So to determine your own profitability, then there is um, a way that you can do that. And so you might want to get something to write this down to see if your numbers are good. And it's super easy, not hard math at all. Thank heavens, because I'm horrible at math. But so first you need to figure out what your variable costs. So I'll say that again, variable costs. So those are usually the costs of like your goods or the costs of like um, your monthly costs that kind of vary determining on like your sales or services that you've had. So to do that, you just need to write down those variable costs. So that's going to be like your bleach, your color, your toner, because and your taxes, because those vary month to month. Again, like be depending on how many clients you're getting. And then after you determine your variable costs. So this is what I do. I just have a column of like, okay, variable costs, things that are always changing month to month on how much. And then I do... Um, my fixed costs. So fixed costs are costs that like you have to spend every month on your business regardless of like any sales or revenue that you bring in. So that's like your rent. If you have a website, it's your website fees, um, your insurance for uh, hairstylists, you should have that. And then like your salary, how much do you pay yourself each month? And so for those of you who are just joining, we're talking about determining your profitability. And uh, don't worry, you can watch the replay to catch the beginning. So we're just going over things that you should have listed out as your variable costs. So like things that you month to month pay uh that depend on how many sales you have. So like your bleach, your color, your toner, your taxes all vary between how many services you do. And then your uh, fixed costs is the cost of like what it costs you to do business. So like regardless of any income or revenue that you get and that's like your rent or your website if you have one and your insurance and then your salary of course. Um, so after you determine your, those two things, your variable and fixed costs, um, it's going to be really important that you figure out your gross profit margins and your net profit margins. So, um, put a heart if you're still following me and still listening and getting to where we're going with all of this, but so you're going to determine your gross profit margins is the money your business keeps after all of the variable costs are subtracted. So after all those costs of like bleach, color, toner, your taxes, after those are subtracted, then that's going to be how you determine your gross profit margin percentage. And so what you would do is uh, you would, sorry, I have a paper over here that I'm looking at. So to evaluate your gross profit margins, you would do your sales revenue minus your variable costs 
and then divided by your sales revenue for like that week, that month. And then that's going to give you um, your net profit margins percentage. And so your net profit margin percentage should be at least a 50% or above to show if you're like a good business, if you're doing things correctly. And then your, I'm sorry, your gross profit margin needs to be at least 50% or above. Your net profit margins is the percentage um, with your variable and fixed costs. Variable and fixed costs. And so to determine your net profit margins, you need to do the sales revenue minus the variable costs, minus the fixed costs, and then divided by, sorry, I kind of got a runny nose. Oh, oh no. Sorry, alarm's going off. But your, so again, your net, how to determine your net profit margins percentage would be to do your sales revenue minus your variable costs, minus your fixed costs, and then divide that by your sales revenue. And that will equal your net profit margins percentage. And I know none of this is like super fun to learn about, but I'm telling you that it will change your business so much if you know these things. And your net profit um, percentage needs to be at least 10% or above. And really like if you're not doing at least that then there is a big problem and the reason why you need both your gross profit margin percentage and your net profit margin is your gross will is to help evaluate if your business or your business idea like if you're planning on leaving and opening your own salon it's to determine if that is actually profitable like if you're business would be profitable if you were to do that and then your net profit uh percentage margin is the percentage of money that you could reinvest back into your business um and any money that you could actually pay yourself more so knowing those things like completely change your business so that you know how much you can spend on education how much you're paying yourself how whether you need to work faster on certain um, clients or services and then um, after that you're there is a couple different ways that you would um, after knowing all of these things that you could keep um, um, financial records because a lot of stylists like I'm always so surprised how many don't keep like up-to-date financial records so there's like you could record your financial records in Excel you could record them by just like printing off your bank statements and keeping the records but I do in the cultured artists program we do go over the simplest ways that you can keep your financial records stress-free no doing uh you don't have to do any uh calculations or anything like these sales revenues and stuff even though that's super easy basic math which i can do (laughs) the one thing but you don't 
everything will be you can take out like how much it takes you to drive to work and back and deduct that so that you're not paying more in taxes and then um there's just so much so like the simplest easiest way seriously sign up to be a cultured artist and we'll give you the simplest way to figure all of this out so that you're no longer stressing about this because i don't know about you but for me i get so stressed out over money and so if i'm not like on top of it then i just like have a meltdown so this is a great way to really determine if you're profitable um Um, so there's something, um, when it comes to like determining your, um, business prices, uh, this can be also very difficult, especially for, uh, stylists that just get out of hair school or even longtime stylists, like don't know really how to raise your prices. But like, like what we were talking about before, your variable and fixed costs. So once you know those, um, it's very easy to t determine how much you're making an hour. And it's important to know how much you're making an hour because literally like time is actually money. And so if you're only making like $2 an hour, then you might want to raise your prices, right? Like, so for example, let's say that a highlight, uh, let's say, oh, hey, Steph, just showing my sister's roommate your page. Yes, show her. But for example, to determine your prices, let's say that you have a highlight for $180. That's how much you charge for full head highlights but it takes you four hours to do those highlights. So, and then your cost of like your goods is $60. And then your uh, cost for like taxes, I think in Utah it's like 6.8%. So it'd be like 12.24. And no, I'm not great at math. I wrote this down so that I would know what to tell you guys so that would mean hourly in those four hours you would be making 26.94 which is pretty good like a lot of people don't make 20 dollars an hour but um you also have to determine how many hours a week are you working so if you're working less hours a week and really only making 26.94 then that's not too good if you're not at least working 40 hours a week and then you have to think about like, well, should I give myself a raise? Like, is this a raise? Is this how much I should be making an hour? Um, and so there's two ways that you could give yourself a raise. You could get quicker and not take three hours to do a full head highlight, or you could raise your hourly price to higher than 26.94 so that you were still covering the cost of your goods and your, uh, what's it called taxes and then of course your rent would be added on top of that so you're probably even making less than 26.94 because i didn't put in rent but those are the only ways that you'd be able to raise your prices as if you did that so i guess now what i'm getting to is why 
does niching down, like choosing your niche in the hair industry, how can that save you money and in the long run actually make you more money? So after you figure out your variable and fixed costs, I think it's pretty easy, like once you start adding everything up to quickly see that like the more services you offer, the more you're adding to your costs and the more your cost is occurring. And so there's two ways really to make sure that you're making what you need to make and that's either hiring your prices or you could, uh, or yeah, just really hi hiring your prices is the only way you can make more money. So um, the biggest thing, sorry, I'm just reading my notes so I can stay on track. Um, so the biggest thing like you'll see is that some services, if you are offering like every single service that you can think of like to make money, like if every service you're offering, you know, Cause you see it like when I first started out in uh, after hair school and I was just working as an assistant I was doing every single service and I was like even the ones that I hated but I was like oh like I work hourly so like I just need the experience and I just need to make money but some services took me so long like for example braiding braiding takes me so long I don't enjoy it and so by the time like I got done with some of these braids and I had a set price of like $200, then I was literally making like five bucks an hour. And so, cause it would take me so long, like eight, 10 hours to do that. And so that's how you know you need to raise your prices or go faster or just get rid of that service because it could end up actually costing you money in the long run and not making you money if you're making so little an hour off that service. And that's why I love extensions so much is because it's such low costs like to do extensions um, to actually install them. So it's low cost to install them. And then if you do color also, then you can ch charge an even higher premium for that. And so I do know so many people are offering extensions. So many people are offering extension education. And the thing that's different about the cultured artist course is that it's multicultural extension education, which I don't see too many people who actually offer that in like a full fledged course that we go into your business and money making mindset and so that you're just making money like a machine. So when I started out doing hair, I was, like I said, working $10 an hour and I was living with my husband. We were living in his mother's basement. And honestly, at the time, so he was working full time and going to school full time. And so during that time, I literally thought like we would never own a house. We would never move out because I was only work making 10 bucks an hour. He was working for minimum wage, making like eight bucks an hour. And I was like, there's no way that we're going to be able to move out of here. And then at the same time, I didn't really love where I was working at anymore. I had been assisting for a year and a half. And I was like, I'm just ready for a change. Like, oh my gosh just so ready for a change oh riley you're so freaking nice it's been forever since i've seen you riley says you're killing it i'm sure you all see it but 
Thanks for that. So then finally, like I decided to take the jump and to just rent my own studio. And I was so, so scared because I was like, I don't have any clients. My old salon was like, you cannot take any. It was like a non-compete contract that I couldn't take any of my clients with me. Um, I couldn't tell them like where I was going or give them my information or anything. So it was just like crazy. I was like, I'm starting from scratch and it turned out so awesome. Like I was able to do what I wanted to do, which was just extensions and color. And when I found, got into the groove of that, my skills were able to improve so much quicker. And I was so happy that I did learn multicultural extensions just because I was able to take a greater clientele like um, extensions is already so niche like there's so many people who are doing it like I've been wearing extensions for like 12 years like half my life now 12 15 years because I actually just turned 25 but it's incredible to see like how quickly you're able to excel in the industry by knowing this skill. So the results from like signing up for the cultured artist, uh, the cultured artist course, like you will be a money-making machine. Like seriously, easily you'd be a six-figure stylist and the small, small investment that you have to make to get everything set up and to really get that one-on-one coaching will be so worth it. Like it'll pay you back a hundred times you'll stand out from all the other people who are doing extensions because you will be able to take people who have the money to get their hair done like that but may not have the hair texture that everybody else knows how to work with um you'll not have that like burnout and overwhelm that comes from like not knowing what you're doing not knowing how to progress like that is a horrible horrible feeling and for me a lot of my burnout comes from the financial side of my business and so that is something that's like super super good to learn that we'll just dive deep into um for your money mindset so it's not just like a I don't know, like people are like, oh, get in the money mindset, like fills in. But this will be like practical things of like what to use to keep your finances in check, checking if you're profitable and we'll be like, I'll be reviewing it to make sure. So it's so, so crazy. And then um, it's going to be so so awesome to learn because I don't know if a lot of stylists do this. I know that I did not do this very well of paying myself so instead of just like taking the money like instead of paying myself a salary whatever money that I like made after having um after paying like taxes and different stuff like I would just pay myself and the reason why that's not a good thing to do is because then it's hard to determine, especially if you're living off, like if that's like your living wage, it's hard to determine like where to reinvest into your business and where your personal money should be set spent. And so 
now that I know all these things of paying myself a salary, like it's so transformed my life into being just like, I feel so like Zen, like in the flow of things, like just so relaxed about it all because I know like the steps that I need to take each day to get to this place of like workflow. And I know like how to prioritize the things in my business. Cause let's face it, like when you become a hairstylist whether you're a booth renter or commission you really really do become like an entrepreneur and self-employed even if you do work salary or um like me how i was working hourly hourly as an assistant because you really have to figure out how you're going to run your own business even if you're working at a salon for somebody you have to figure out how are you going to book your clients how are you going to decide your prices you have to figure all this out on your own and so for me i went to a school called uh cameo college of essential beauty in murray utah um riley knows i think i'm pretty sure but i like so they did a program called nuts and bolts and it was supposed to be about business and i still have the books around here somewhere but it is not about business y'all like it was the worst business training i think i've ever gotten and so now i just like now that i know what i know i just want every single hairstylist to know this because I think it's ridiculous like how many hairstylists don't claim their taxes and think that they're like saving money by not doing that but you are so so hurting yourself in the long run or not claiming your tips because they're cash that's hurting you in the long run to do that and so oh yeah hair by Shakira I love that name she said right I did that also yeah like not doing that hurts you down the long long road oh you said it was a joke (laughs) yeah well some people really don't and I you can we know that hairstylists really don't claim their tips because of the average like the nationwide average for a hairstylist is 20,000 like is that a joke like, I I think that's such a joke that so many hairstylists are only making 20000 Like, I haven't even been out of hair school for how long now? Three, four years. And I make well over that. So that's why it's just like, get on. It's so important to get on board. So if you take the Cultured Artist uh, course, I'm telling you there's so much value in it. Like, you will be able to get your investment back and just be freaking making that money magic because it's just it'll transform your life it's so life-changing it's so magical and you're not like i know the people who don't get into this for the first course i know this is the first one but i know the people who don't get into it at this price are going to so, so regret it later because of how incredible all of this is. It's really taken me like a year to get this out there because there's just so much information packed in it. And I want to make sure that like everyone was trained like super, super well in the extension techniques. I want to make sure that and I want to make sure that everyone knew 
the business side of it because if anything like sometimes i'm like whoa like the business side of it is almost more important than the extensions themselves like like if i could just stop you from making all the same mistakes that i made at the beginning seriously you'll be way ahead so if you're still in beauty school you can definitely sign up and you'll just be way step ahead of the others and if you're not in beauty school, but you're a cosmetologist and you want to increase your income, then definitely, definitely sign up. Absolutely, you will be making a hundred times your investment after signing up for this and for sure be a six-figure stylist. I can promise you that like if you put in the work and if you're like determined and make the investment and make the time, the time especially to like take this stuff into your life then you for sure will receive a return huge return on your investment and then it's so important like so the manual actually for this like so it's actually a workbook now because i had sent it to a few people that like beta tested this and that was some of the feedback they were like oh i wish it was more manual Another one was, oh, I wish that there was examples. So there's a lot of examples and it's more of like a workbook so that you can like actually work through it and feel like you're getting the value out of it. Because I feel like sometimes for me, like unless I'm like writing stuff down, I really don't feel like it's like processing in my brain. So it's going to be so awesome. And if you guys saw those pictures of like the Ladybird Society, it's so gorgeous. Like seriously, don't miss out on this because you feel like it's too much money or you feel like you're too far away or whatever the case may be or whether you think that like oh like these methods won't like I don't need to learn how to do um all hair textures because there's not that many people in my area but I promise you like it will add so much value because I live in southern Utah and was <laughs> making a lot more than a lot of people just from knowing this skill and knowing how to market myself. So go sign up for The Cultured Artist if you want to double your income and live that dream life and be able to really reinvest in yourself and your business and start making the money you want. And thank you everyone who joined this. And I actually, so I said at the beginning that I'm recording this for a podcast. So I'll actually, it's, see, I guess you guys will find out. It's actually already launched on Apple, like iTunes, on Spotify, on all the networks that you can find a podcast. It's called The Culture Podcast. I just haven't told anyone yet because I like wasn't ready to launch it, but it is out there and this will be on there if you want to listen to the whole thing instead of like watching it. So for sure, for sure. And thank you for watching and definitely go sign up for the Cultured Artists course. The enrollment closes on October 25th and we're only accepting 10 people. So can't wait to see you there. Bye guys.